Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast, episode 164, You in the Wag. I serve as your humble and also gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I thank you so much for tuning in to this week's brand new episode. If you could be so kind to ensure that you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever podcasts reside. The Purple Pants Podcast awaits for you to hit subscribe, write a review, and give your baby boy some five stars. What it do, Purple Pants Posse? I hope you had an amazing weekend like I did in Philadelphia. Big Bay, the sun came on out. It was giving 94 degrees in Philadelphia. And this is my thing. Okay, first of all, we still in spring. It it just be no transitions. It just go from one day it's snowing and then all of a sudden it's 70 degrees. Okay, then we like, okay, we'll take the 70 degrees. Now, all of a sudden, it's going from 70 degrees to 90. Wait a minute, Mother Nature, you in the way. Slow it on down. We like the transitions. Some people like me, I like it when it's 60, 70 degrees. I don't have to have my heat or my air condition on. I could just roll down my window and, you know, live my life. Now it's 95 degrees. I don't want to have to turn my air conditioner off, okay? I just got my electric and gas bill under control. But anyway, I hope that you guys got outside, did something great in your garden. You know, I'm working on my outdoor oasis. I started it last year. It was really, really cute. And now there's some things that I want to do. Uh, but it's going to have to wait until your baby boy get back from LA. But I did bring some of my indoor plants outside, you know, just, you know, just making room, letting them get some sun. And I hope the sun was good 
to you guys because for me, listen, y'all know this is my season. The sun is shining. You know, I'm in great spirits. You know, I'm working out. Baby boy trying to get this body together, although I still love to eat and drink. But listen, that's not the point. The point is that it is the best time of the year, in my opinion, and I'm not talking Christmas. I'm talking the sun is out. The flowers are blooming. Okay, if you like me, I got to take my Claritin because the way my allergies be set up, my eyes be puffy in the morning, my nose be running. I'm like, oh, my God. And then it's like in this day and age, you don't really want to have watery eyes or your nose running because then everybody won't think you got COVID. But it's really the allergies. But I'm here for it. I just love the smell of spring i love to hear the birds chirping in the morning time it's just really such a great time and i just hope that you guys are enjoying this weather don't let work stress you out because listen work won't be there so don't let it stress you out and i was having a conversation with one of my good friends this weekend and i just you know thought of the title of this week's podcast which is in the way and at times we can be our biggest cheerleaders and at times we can be our worst enemies and i think that it is important for us to recognize don't be in the way of your blessing don't stop love like you in the way sometimes you have to put your ego your pride and your feelings to the side and allow things to grow allow things to happen don't think you too good or you i feel like i'm i should be at this point and because i'm not i'm like don't be that person listen you know we are on a road to a better us and a part of being in that role being on that road is to not be in the way of our own blessings. And at times, we can be. At times, you got to sit and think about like, well, listen, why does this keep happening to me? Why does, like, you, that's why you, you got to take a step back. Sometimes you have to allow others to do things. Sometimes you just have to do something different. If you've been doing the same thing over and over and you're not getting the results that you want, you in the way. Take a step back and do something different. I don't know who needs to hear this posse, but this message is for you. Um, I just, you know, it really just came about to me this week and I was like talking with a close friend and they were excited for an opportunity, but the opportunity did not happen. And, you know, this isn't the first time that this has happened to the friend. And I had to be that friend in that moment that, you know, called them to the carpet in a very loving way and just was like, friend, well, you're telling me this, this, and this. And the common denominator, and although you may not want to hear it, it might be you. And how can we approach this differently? And of course, my friend um, at first was getting a little defensive and I had to explain, like, I'm coming from a place of love and I would not be your friend if I were not bringing this to your attention. And after we were able to talk about it and come to the conclusion that, like, you know, you might be the problem. You might be in the way, which is why I wanted to bring this to the posse. So just, you know, always keep your ears and eyes open uh, for self-reflection to allow somebody close to you that, to love you, to check you. Sometimes we need to be checked. It's checks and balances. And just be aware that you might be in the way of your own blessing. And it is a great thing to realize it because when you realize that you are in the way, you can step back and allow great things to happen like this 
podcast this week, which I am really excited for. We've got the church announcements and it's giving Purple Pants playlist. So we've got Isaiah Goins and we are breaking down some new music, some music that we are feeling to our soul. So it's a great playlist. Miss Barb stops by for some Barb's message and we got the freak of the way. So listen, let me get up on out the way and let's go to these church announcements. And for this week's church announcements, the podcast comes out Tuesday, May 24th. And you should already know by now that May 25th, your baby boys, Bryce and Wim present with the amazing Lauren Ashley Beck are headed to L.A. I'm in L.A. right now. Okay, listen, hey, L.A. And we are going to be watching the Survivor finale together. And we've got some of our amazing reality star friends, some from Survivor, some from Big Brother, some from Love Island, some from a lot of different places. And it is going to be a spectacular event, May 25th. So please ensure that I can see you tomorrow, okay? The link is in my bio. Price and win present by y'all. Click the link and listen. We will see you tomorrow, May 25th, for the finale of season 42. We are back this month with your Purple Pants playlist. And listen, we got some jams on here this week. You know the vibes. Of course, I can't do the Purple Pants playlist without the baby boy that is Isaiah Goins. What's it do, baby boy? What is going on? Um, This is our third Purple Pants playlist. Um, We got summer coming up, so I'm I'm assuming... we're going to have a lot of summer bops, hopefully, um, within the next month or two. But, um, you know, May May brought a lot of good albums. Um, I'm, I'm just hyped to talk about it. Yeah, the music, it's like, I think the music sets the, the theme of the summer. So it's like, what is it giving? But, you know, it doesn't matter what it's giving. I'm still going to listen to my R&B love songs and sad songs because <laughs> that's just the vibe that I be on. Um, but since we last talked, we um, we seen each other in New York for the RHAP Live yes. and when present karaoke party. Like, what was your take from the karaoke party? I didn't see you on the microphone. I was not there the karaoke night. I saw the videos. That's but, right. That's right. I saw you the next day. The next day. But I saw um, the videos of you doing like Lil' Kim and all that. I was like, okay, okay. Uh, I saw, um, shout out to Sasha. I saw she was doing like Nicki Minaj. Uh, I remember seeing uh, the video of Wendell. I saw y'all like rapping and stuff. I was like, oh, okay. Like they, they, Bryce was not kidding around when he said he's going to be on that stage uh, okay. doing some Lil' Kim. Listen, I don't play about the queen that is the bee. Um, (laughs) So we have curated another Purple Pants playlist for you. So Isaiah, take it away. 
or all right. Um, So, I mean, the first one, uh, yeah, this is your song this time. We're doing your song first. Um, In the Way by Gogo Morrow. I never heard of uh, this person before, but the song was pleasantly uh, good. Um, So, do you want to play it real quick? Yes, that is Gogo Morrow. Um, she's mm-hmm. an up and coming R and B songstress, and she happens to be my personal friend. Um, I just love love good music, and I think that it is just amazing to watch someone grow. So I know well, her name is Jasmine, but she goes by Gogo now. Her and I went to church together. Um, mm. So we were, you know, went to church from like seven to like eighteen, um, and so. It's just been amazing. She was in an R&B group with her sisters. Then she went solo. um, And she's been solo for a while. Uh, However, I feel like now is the time of her big break. Um, This Mm. is her first single off of an upcoming project. And some of you may know her. uh, She was in the Kanye West Sunday service. So that choir, she was a part of that for two years. And so Gogo has the signature blue hair. So if you've ever seen videos of like Kanye doing a Sunday service or in performances at awards, when you see the the beautiful lady with the blue hair, that is my friend Jasmine, um, Mm. Gogo. And yeah, her new song is In The Way. And I love it because, Lizzie, y'all know me. I love a good R&B song. And basically, (laughs) she is saying, you're in the way. Like, you don't really, you're occupying time and space in my life, but you're in the way because you don't really want to be with me. And you are literally in the way of my next love. So let's uh, get you on out of here and get into my, so I can make room for the man that needs to come into my life. So it is a great little song. It samples some older songs. If it's not, uh, 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 you know, so I just love it. And if you haven't, go and support my girl, Go Go Morrow. Shout out Go Go. You know, first of all, um, like I said before, uh, I love supporting new Philly specific uh, artists. So um, I always love that. That's uh, beautiful. Um, I, I've never heard of her music until this, but um, I do remember seeing her name on like uh, Main America and, yep. and uh, Roots Picnic and stuff yep. like that. So I was like, okay, so let me finally hear her song. But no, she's great. She has a beautiful voice. Um, and I actually added it uh, in the way to my playlist. So Come on. Yes, yeah, we're going to get you to yeah. the R&B side sooner Absolutely. or later. No, listen. You you've been uh, you slowly been converting me. You've been you've been pulling me in, but uh, that definitely a great song, and I, I look forward to hearing more Go Go songs. Yes. Who we got next on the playlist? All right. So this is Essence by Wizkid and Thames. It is an Afrobeat song. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you talk about songs of the summer. This was definitely last year's song of the summer. You couldn't go nowhere without hearing Wizkid and Temps, uh, their song Essence. It is a pop, a jam, a cookout, uh, a graduation, anything. You heard this song last summer. So, And I love the fact that it's still in heavy rotation. And I love the fact that Afrobeats is a thing. Um, it's been around for a while, uh, but just getting more mm-hmm. popular in the States. And so, I, you know, you know me, I'm here for it. 
Yeah, I, uh, I've always been aware of the genre, but I never really tapped in until recently. So I, one day I woke up, I was like, I'm off work. I got some free time. Let's finally listen to some Afro beats. And I just, I love the sound. It's so good when they do it right. Um, but Thames, I, like, I know this is a WizKid song, but Thames specifically, I love Thames um, and their sound. I had a couple of uh, songs from Thames on my playlist. I made a specific playlist just for Afro beats. But um, now the genre is awesome. It's dope. Uh, you know, it's just a vibe. I like it. Yeah, I just love Afro beats. It's a, like, I- it just puts you in a, a great mood. If you are cleaning the house and you mm-hmm. need some upbeat something, you know, if you're about to be on a grill, uh, you cooking, you working out, I just love Afrobeats. I think that it's amazing. And I love, like, the artists that um, come up from it and that, you know, are big in other countries. And I just love for us to support them. So, yes, I'm always here for Afrobeats. All right. So our next song is called Pack Lights by Queen Naya, I believe that's how you say her name. Uh, Queen Naja. Naja, okay, okay, okay. Naja. Bad vibes. Mm. Pack lights. Yes. So this is Pack Light uh, from Queen Naja off of her first uh, album. Uh, she has had a lot of like EPs and singles, uh, but you know, Pack Light was the lead single off of her first debut album, and I think it's called like The Misunderstanding <clears throat> or something. But I am a Queen Naja fan. I was actually had the opportunity, I think a week and a half ago, she came to Philly. I missed her on her tour, mm. but one of the, the Philly radio stations did like a class of 2022, kind of sort of like, you know, um, powerhouse event where they had a whole bunch of artists, and obviously I was there for Queen Naja, and I just, uh, I love her music, uh, her on social media. Um, you know, a lot of people know her from her like song Medicine or Butterflies, but um. I love Pack Light because it's basically telling you that, uh, listen, you keep raising your voice, you keep talking that, you can pack your clothes and you can get out. But Pack Light, <laughs> because more than likely I'm going to call you tomorrow and want you to come over. So I just, uh, <laughs> I love that relatable song where you be mad at your partner um, and you like, get out, I'm done, I'm done. But then you really be like, okay, come on back. So listen, Pack Light, because you're going to be back tomorrow night, okay? Mm-hmm. But yes, I, um, I'm here for Queen Naja. Queen Naja, um, so another one of those people, this is my first time hearing them, but um, other than Go-Go, uh, I've actually heard of Queen Naja uh, a couple times. I remember she has a song with like A Boogie, uh, she got a song with Big Sean, that was pretty big. Um, I, I do remember seeing her name around like uh, a Billboard Awards and um, uh, the BET Awards, like she, she's been around, I, I wouldn't say since like 2018 maybe, but she's been, she's been kind of like doing her own thing and, and kind of carrying her own fan base, so um, I really like her sound uh, and the song's just very catchy, I really love the hook and I love everything about it. So, you know, you, Bryce is doing a good job with, with uh, putting me on this R&B stuff. Yes, listen, I, I only listen to the jams and I love them. Um, and she's been around <laughs> for a while. Uh, but yeah, I love discovering new artists. I love classic uh, songs. But yeah, I, again, I, the music that I am always resonates with me is uh, emotional relationship type of music because I just feel like I can get into it. So we love Queen Naja here. And uh, yeah, Pack Light. Okay. Bad All right. Vibes. <laughs>
You're going to get your other week. Listen, the day, the day after, the morning after that concert, I ain't have no voice because I was just screaming all of the songs, but that's just me in general and anywhere I'm always screaming. <laughs> I'm going to say this is probably has the best hook out of all the songs in a, uh, on the playlist this week. Okay. I'm going to say that. Okay. Yeah. I like it. So who we got next? Um, so from Jack Carlo's new album called Come Home, The Kids Miss You, uh, it's the song Parent Trap with Justin Timberlake. I think I might be getting sick of wearing that. I need some peace and the birds might be where it's at. You know, like where them parents like to run their errands at. I'm on a journey, man, Jared Jack. Got my twin with me like the parent trap there back. Serenade them with the clarinet. Ooh, Jack, not, um... Not uh, where the Karens like to run their errands at, okay? <laughs> uh, yes, I love me uh, some Jack Harlow. I think the baby boy Jack Atkins from The Circle Season 2 put me on to uh, Jack Harlow maybe like two and a half years ago when we were in South Africa. So I mm. love um, a Jack Harlow. I think he's a little cutie patootie, but... <laughs> He has been making some waves in the industry. He had did an interview like maybe a week and a half ago when they had brought up Ray J. Um, And in that interview, they were like, well, yeah, you know, because that's Brandy brother. And he I don't know if he did not know who Brandy was, uh, but he did. uh, What I can say is that he did not know Brandy and Ray J were siblings. And baby, the Internet was eating him alive, the fact that, you know, he did not know who Brandy was. And some people were, I didn't necessarily have this approach, but some people were just saying, like, it's the cultural appropriation um, of these white artists that Mm -hmm. are hip-hop and embrace our culture um, to, to make music and to make money. But then it's like they only embrace a part of it because it's like, how are you in this industry and you don't know the vocal Bible that is Brandy? Mm-hmm. Now I don't. I like. I, there is a piece of me that agrees to that, but there. I also feel like Jack Harlow is twenty three years old. Okay, like I think that people like. Yes, you should know who Brandy is. However, Brandy was big in the 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 nineties, the late nineties, yeah. early two thousands. That Jack was one, or not even born at that time. So it's like I want to give him some grace, but I do think that there is something to like cultural appropriation and a lot of like these non people of color that you know embrace and utilize the hip-hop and r&b culture but you don't you're not going and doing your homework yeah i mean um just to throw my hat in it so First of all, when I mean, I've, I've put Jack Harlow on the playlist before. Um, the reason I put him on this one is actually not for the song itself, but like you said, a, a lot of stuff that's been going on in the industry and his name on social media. So I, I see both sides, right? Because like I'm, I'm a huge fan of his, and I think uh, the fact that he is really thriving now, I think you know it's going to generate a lot of haters at that point. So like, I do feel like a lot of people are kind of like coming for his neck where it's like, I mean, Jack's not problematic. He hasn't said or done anything bad in comparison right. to like a lot of people who's done like music. So I personally have no issue with them. I do see the argument where it's like, all right, how do you not know Brandy and all that stuff? So like, I agree with that part, but even outside of the Brandy thing, like, for example, a lot of people instantly hated his, uh, his new album instantly without even listening to it, called it trash. One of the worst thing ever. It's not now listening to it. 
compared to his old stuff, it's not the best, but it's also not the worst thing in the world. Right. Like it's just it's chill. Like he, no one listens to Jack Harlow, in my opinion, um, for like lyrical music. Like I just listen to him to like vibe and just like like he's a braggadocious guy, right? Um, he honestly his music caters to like girls, um, and he you know he's a cocky guy. That's all it is. You know that's the whole reason we listen to Drake. He does the same exact thing. So mm, I. I mean- to a to a degree, to a degree, to a degree. Like, listen, uh, that that uh, certified lover boy. I was not listening to that for lyrics. Okay? I mean, I, I, but I. So yes and no. But I feel like Drake mm-hmm. does have lyrics, and I do think that like Jack Carlo, uh, is very has a lot of wordplay. So I mean, yeah. I, but I definitely I, I think that Jack Carlo is in the same vein of a Drake. But yeah. I don't really like to put him in the same like conversation as a Drake. Fully um, agree. So and again, like you know, Jack Carlo is a, a oh he's white and yeah. you know he got a swag and I don't I don't necessarily think that he is like I don't think that he is like on this wave to make money. I definitely think that Jack is probably just a cool, chill type of like like we say in Philly, young bull. And I think yeah. that he has a vibe and I and like I, I, I like it. Um, however, I I can see the argument of like where people are saying cultural appropriation. Yeah. Um, so I I hear what they're saying. I don't I don't think that Jack is one of the problematic people. But I mean, if you are talking cultural appropriation, I mean, I guess it, he would he would fit into that uh, that realm. Um, mm-hmm. But I I do feel like there is levels to cultural appropriation. I feel like somebody that is immersed into the lifestyle that has grown up and you know, that is who they are. I feel like then I I don't necessarily think that that it is, but I also feel like someone that like has not grown up in an urban area um, and does not uh, partake per se, but you know, using it to, uh, to just make money and to like, so I don't know, like them Island boys, you know, that song now that. For me, that is appropriation. That, that is like the essential of it. So I don't know. I, yeah. I think that there is definitely levels to it. Uh, but I mean, either way, I like Jack Carlo. All right. All right. Good conversation. That's the whole reason I put him on there. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, the next song on the playlist is called Whatever Simon Says by, how do you say her name? Michaela. Michaela. Oh, that's so interesting when they spell that. But whatever Simon says. With you, I'm not that kind of girl. If you like her, could you like me too? Whatever, whatever am I gonna do? And so I love Michaela. She's from uh, the UK. She came out around the same mm. time as LMA. Um, and she had a really big single last year. And she put out an album. And now she is back. I don't think her album came out just yet. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, she's got other songs like What You Did, uh, Sober, um, I, I Wish I Missed My Ex, Hideout. I think Hideout is the jam. Um, but yeah, I love Michaela's vibe. I love the UK R&B vibe. Sometimes I I feel like the UK artists, they tap way more into the R&B side of things that I want than at times some of the American um, R&B artists. And especially because R&B is a, a genre of music that for a while, and we've had this conversation before, it, it doesn't sell like rap or pop or country. Um, and so, 
a lot of the times I find that R&B artists have to like merge their sound with the rap talking, the beats, and sometimes it's hard to tell mm. the difference between a Migos uh, track and an R&B track. Um, yeah. But I love the UK. The UK, they seem to get the vibe. They, they know good R&B music. And Michaela is a UK artist um, who is crossing over into the uh, American uh, airways. And I love it. And I love the song, uh, Whatever Simon Says, because essentially uh, Michaela is saying in this song, I'm not one of them girls that you can say, wear your hair like this, dress like this, do that. Like, and if that's what you're looking for, then yeah, it's, you're not getting it over here. Okay. So whatever Simon says, I ain't listening because I'm me. And if you going to love me, you want to be with me. You going to want to be me for who I am and not for who you want me to be. So I, uh, I'm here for this song. Yeah. I did not know who Michaela was before you sent me this. Um, and now that I know that she's from the UK makes complete sense. Um, but she definitely reminded me of like, uh, Erica Badu, uh, Lauren Hill a little bit, you know, I, I definitely like the sound. Um, while you were talking, I was just doing a little research to see like where her real listenership is. Now that you're saying that she's kind of coming into uh, the U S um, she got like a little, little following all over the place. Like it, it seems like the most her views are coming from are like from Los Angeles um, over here, but she has a little thing going on in London and Birmingham and Australia. So, I mean, good for her. Um, I'm, I'm very curious to see where she goes with this. Cause I'm also seeing that she's collabing with artists like buddy um, and Ty Dolla sign and Rico nasty. So I'm, that's awesome. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see how she goes. Yeah, definitely. She definitely is a vet in the game but new to our ears. So, um, yeah. again, I, I love discovering new artists or artists that are have been on the grind and haven't yet had that big, big break. And so I don't think Michaela has had her big break yet, uh, but she has a lot of buzz around her, and I'm here uh, to see it. I'm waiting for her to go on tour because I feel like, you know what, I like to see people on tour, and I love to see artists before they get huge. Um, yes. And, you know, the tickets is $800. I like it when the tickets is, you know, $25, $75. Those are, you know, right in my price range. <laughs> All right. So um, the next two songs actually have Chris Brown on it. Oh. But uh, the first one has Chris Brown and Young Thug, so I'm probably going to save a lot of my Chris Brown talk for the next one, because I, I got a lot to say about uh, Thugger, but uh, the, this song uh, is from Chris Brown and Young Thug's collab album. Um, this song's called Go Crazy. Now, whenever I think of this song, I be thinking of people TikTok opening their doors and dancing <laughs> while the car is moving. Um, it's just crazy to think of like the era that we are in. And now when I think of certain songs, I think of like the TikTok movement. Um, yeah, you know, I don't think there is much that Chris Breezy can go wrong with. So I definitely love this song. But yes, I want to talk about the young thugger that A is mess. the young thug who is currently in incarcerated awaiting trial or not even trial but awaiting um what you call it uh a preliminary hearing or oh, no he's had a preliminary hearing so now he is awaiting trial young uh gun is it young thug and gunna are there was this huge 
federal case in Atlanta and some of the charges were RICO. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when you get a RICO charge, I don't know if you really can sort of beat it. And there it was talks of who was that other rapper that's in jail right now? Is it uh, not- Gunner? Not oh, uh, YFN Lucci. Yes, why, yes. What what Isaiah said. Um, <laughs> he is currently in jail as well. And then also with the young Gunna, not young, not young guns. With Young Thug and Gunna, there was also like video, audio recording of Young Thug talking to someone in jail, basically like putting a hit out on on YSL Gucci. You can call him Lucci. Call Lucci. Him just call him Lucci. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. And you may know him. He was dating Lil Wayne's daughter, Regine. Um, They had a pretty public relationship. And then you may know Gunna because he uh, it was or is dating. Uh, is it Chloe? Chloe. Um, and then you just you know who Young Thugger is because he is essentially the the new Lil Wayne of cash money. And I just feel like. Why, why are y'all like. Pick a side. Like, I understand. I get it. You know, some people may be in the streets and then they kind of sort of transform into uh, the industry and, you know, start making millions of dollars rapping and, and through other things. But it's just like, pick a side. If you are going to rap, get out of the get, get out of the street because it's it, for what? Because when I think of Young Thug going to jail, um, I think of what it is. To have a team like Young Thug, you know, he's got a family, he's got children, he has people on his payroll that he pays for that then in turn provides for other people's families. So I don't necessarily just think about Young Thug and like all of I, I think about the the people that it affects. And it's like for you wanting to be in the street and you want to have street credibility, you know, doing this dumb stuff. And now. Not only are you just sitting in jail, but now people are on your team are not eating. Now that affects families. It affects children. Like, you know, think bigger. Like, I don't I don't get it. Yeah. First of all, as a music fan, very unfortunate because I'm a huge Young Thug fan. I can actually see Gunna getting out potentially. Um, but I mean, we'll see about that. But I, I mean, based off of. All the reports that came out, Young Thug was like one of like the heads of uh, the whole YSL gang situation. So, I mean, I don't see him getting out at all, if I'm going to be real with you. Um, really unfortunate. It kind of makes you like look back at some lyrics and be like, oh, like he actually about that. But um, it, it's really unfortunate because it's like once you hit a certain amount of like success and and financial stability i'm like what's the point of staying in that lifestyle you know like like why are you calling hits on people why are you doing all this stuff because perfect example right chief keith huge into street and all that stuff and gangs and all that the moment he got rich he moved all out that bull because it's like what is the point of staying around when you made it out, like the whole point of doing this is making it out. Right. So it's like, why are you still doing it? I know they say a lot of people, once you get into that life, it's kind of hard to get out. So, I mean, I can't speak on that obviously, but from an outsider's perspective, it's just really unfortunate just to see someone just throw everything they work so hard for just out the window, you know? So right. it sucks. And your children and your children's mothers and yeah. your family and the families that you provide for. Like, you know, it is very short sighted uh, to think. And again, I uh, this is just me sitting, you know, in my home from my perspective. And, and I do realize that, you know, 
when you, once you are involved in, like you said, that lifestyle, it is hard to get out. But I think that you should be making every effort to get out, and you shouldn't be calling hits on a prison line that you know is recorded. Like, yeah, like what? Like, what are you doing? And they said they were watching them since like twenty, yes. say fifteen. And 16? listen, this is a federal case, and you yeah. know, like that. Yes, and mind you, they were. Now, I don't know if this was true or not, but I had read or there was uh, when the the mayor of Atlanta had came out with these charges. I don't know why somebody in the news uh, conference was asking about Jack Harlow. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Now, I wasn't I sure, know. like, were they trying to be funny or was is Jack Harlow in these streets as well? Listen, a lot of these artists, not even just in rap, but in just music in general are... Uh, heavily associated with like street politics nowadays because uh the way that you like i mean i'm not going to speak on stuff that i don't know but it's like a lot of the street situations have kind of like integrated themselves within like the music realm so it's like you have people in power like young thug for example a brand owner um a, a label owner uh fashion icon all this stuff all this time, he was one of the heads of a gang. So it's like, you know, there's a lot of other people like that. So it wouldn't really surprise me. But, you know, obviously they didn't have enough evidence to even do anything with him. So I don't know why they brought that up. Right. Um, I was but the, like, yeah, it was random. Right. right. I was just like, are they, is this reporter trying to be funny? <laughs> like, yeah. Jack Harlow? <laughs> the, the last thing I want to say was like, it's really unfortunate for um, YSL, the label, because it's like, not only did you just lose two of your heavy hitters and Gunna and Young Thug, who are really your big money makers, but then uh, one of their artists, Lil Keed, rest in peace, he literally just died of natural causes days later. So it's like the whole entire YSL brand right now is just a mess. You got two people locked up. One of them just died. It's just it's crazy over there. So hopefully they get their acts together because it's, it's, it's hard to watch. I'm not going to lie. No, for sure. Always. Never good to see young black artists, um, you know, in jail. Uh, never good mm-hmm. to see that. So, yeah. What else do we have on the playlist? All right. So the next song um, you put on here is Iffy by Chris Brown. Um, and this is where more of the Chris Brown talk comes from. Yes, and this is uh, C Breezy, uh, I believe. Well, with these artists today, it's hard to say what is the lead single or not because Chris Brown is the type of artist that, you know, doesn't necessarily need a lead single to drop a project. But one thing that I love about Chris Brown um, is that he's consistent with the music. Every summer he is coming out with a jam, and I am sure by the end of the summer we all will know Iffy. Um, and, yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge Chris Brown fan. I know a lot of people do not like him uh, from his past, and I mm. try not to hold him to that realm. I, I try to strictly look at him as an artist and the music. Um, and I love it. And I've never seen Chris Brown live. And I've always, every summer I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna see him this year. I'm gonna see him this year, but he is doing a collaborative tour. Um, I think it is Chris Brown and little baby, little baby. Um, so I definitely, they will be right here. Well, not in Philly. They'll be right across the, the water at the Susquehanna park. Something. I don't know. You know, they changed the name of these, uh, venues, uh, faster than 
faster than what I can remember. Um, so I am excited that I definitely want to see Chris Breezy because he is just an artist that I love. Um, I love his music. Uh, but he do be putting out albums with like 27 songs on them. Um, so mm. it'd be a lot to get through a Chris Brown album, but he is definitely talented. Some people say he is the Michael Jackson of our generation. And I don't know if I would disagree. Um, so well, with that, I don't disagree. Um, I feel like the only three people who can Honestly, being that conversation hot take is either Chris Brown, The Weeknd, or Bruno Mars. So, um, you know, I don't, I'm not off that train at all. Um, one of my best friends, he is the biggest Chris Brown fan on the planet. So, uh, and so how, I hear. And how, <laughs> tell us more, how, how is he the biggest Chris Brown fan on the planet? If you give him aux, if he, any, any, opportunity that he has to play a song is going to be Chris Brown really okay. like I already I, I would bet my life savings that it would be a Chris Brown song okay. um, not if you're around him you're going to hear one at least at one point not in um, $14.50 Isaiah <laughs> <laughs> don't play me but um, yeah you know I mean you know I've, I've, Chris Brown has always really been relevant, you know, outside of the whole situation with Rihanna. Um, you know, I mean, you got Monster, you got Look At Me Now, you got all that stuff. Um, and he was kind of like, I'm I'm going to say canceled for a long time, but I think people kind of opened the door back to giving him a chance. I really started seeing this around when him and Drake ended that beef and they made that one song uh, I think it was like two or three summers ago um, I totally forget what it's called but it was a huge song and ever since then he's kind of been taken off you know he made that whole collab album with Young Thug like I talked about earlier and then um, you know if he's a pretty dope song as well it's a lot of balance um, I can see this th- this is a brand new song right mm-hmm. yeah I can see that being like a hit so yeah I'll, you know, I'll I'll like mean, I think it's a, any Chris Brown song is a hit and so I'm excited yeah. for him it's uh you know, for his new project that is coming out. He's been on the Instagram basically saying, like, just wait until I drop. And, yeah, I love Chris Brown. Uh, yeah, I love his slow songs. I love his fat. Like, you know, I just am a Chris Brown fan. So I am here for Sea Breezy. Okay. So the next song on here um, is from a very interesting album, Mr. Isle and the Big Steppers by Kendrick Lamar. Um, I could have chose a lot of songs, yes, you but I chose this one. It's, <laughs> it's called We Cry Together with Taylor Page. Ungrateful, fake innocent, fake feminist. Stop pretending your sentiments ain't really then what you defending. It's a split decision. Bros like you and real victims. Let's talk the truth. Women and... Well, yes, uh, I was like, oh, okay, I say it with this song. Um, but uh, I was excited for Kendrick Lamar to return. You know, he had been on a hiatus for a while, and I was really excited to just get into this album. And one of the, the only people that I really talked about this album with was, you know, the RHAP podcaster Chappelle. And, you know, not that, like, listen, I, I live for Kendrick Lamar. I think that he is uh, a very talented artist. However, um, this album wasn't, like, the album that I was anticipating. It is a very good album. You definitely have to listen to it multiple times to get into it. But, you know, I be liking, I just wanted something more of the realm of the old Kendrick. Uh, this is definitely not a album that... You can listen to when you try and get ready to go to the club uh, because it is uh, the theme of it is different. However, he is talking a lot of 
very relevant and great things. And I loved, um, I thought it was interesting on the lead single that he dropped the video for, uh, where he was like transforming into like the faces of like Will Smith and uh, other people. And then when it came like the, the face of Nipsey Hussle, uh, when he was speaking like he was Nipsey, uh, talking, from above, like I thought it was like really, really powerful. So no, the album itself is a great body of work. I just I didn't know what to expect and I definitely wasn't expecting the album, but I enjoy it. I mean, th- so we've been waiting like five years for Kendrick album, right? And the last album he dropped was Damn. And that was I, I would say his probably his biggest commercially uh successful album because that you you look at uh Section 80 to Pimp a Butterfly, uh, Good Kid, Mad City. Those are all like very like hard, heavy, like uh, political song, uh, albums. Right. So Damn was was the first album where he's really just like just doing like a lot of hits. And I guess just like trying to like have fun and like doing that mainstream music. And that's where I like his name kind of like got pushed out to the world. Right. So when this album came out, um no one knew what to expect. Right. Uh, the heart part five, that was that freestyle you were talking about when he, his face changed. That was a big thing. And no one really knew what to expect. And this listening to this album the first time, I didn't care for it. I was like, I'm confused, just like you. But then it takes multiple listens and you start, start to finally get what he was going for, where he was really kind of like speaking on how he's just like a regular person and um, how he really just has like a lot of like issues going on within his personal life that he really never spoke on because he always was kind of put on this pedestal to be like this uh, icon within like the black and hip hop community. So when he came to this album, he a lot of these songs are talking about his traumas um, growing up and a lot of his mental issues and his addictions. Um, and this song specifically was, uh, I guess, kind of referencing uh, issues that was going on throughout him and his wife's uh relationship where he actually had a moment where he cheated on her um and this was kind of like supposed to be like a representation of like them arguing and then obviously at the end of the song like you know like they're completely fine again and you know it's just showing like a toxic situation um but you know this this album in my opinion it was very beautiful because it's like i've never heard kendrick really open this side of himself where he's just like if you really listen to what he's saying like this guy has like a lot of issues going on but he was basically kind of content with himself by the end of it so it's like it's interesting i don't know yeah no and i i think we had the same parallel uh when you know i'm thinking kendrick lamar i'm like where are we going and then i my first listen because i for certain albums i will wait till 12 o'clock and listen to it um so i was you know up and i'm like let me get into it and then i was like oh okay this we won't we won't go to sleep and wake up and get get more into it uh but upon like my second and third listen i was able to kind of like piece together the themes and what i do love about it is the messaging and especially from a black man um you know talking about traumas in you know his early childhood and now talking about addiction talking about relationships uh and like you said essentially he's human and i i think that message comes across really well every time that i listen to it and now i pick up on different things in each of the songs uh from the album so i think that it is a great listen and i this my question for you is what 
Do you, when you listen, when you listen and rate an album, do you think less of an album when it is an album that you have to listen to multiple times? Or do you feel like you like an album when you can play it once, your first listen to it, and you're like, oh, okay, this is a jam. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, it really depends on the artist alone. Like, if I'm listening to, like, Drake, uh, Kendrick, J. Cole, I'm I'm going to them with the expectation of, I'm going to be listening to this years from now. Like, what's the longevity with this album? Because, like, that's kind of, like, the level of success that they've kind of displayed over the years that, like, you unfortunately have to hold them at like such a high bar because they've established themselves as like that dominance. So in, in even outside of rap, like Rihanna, uh, Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, anytime I hear like the upper echelon of an artist uh, dropping a project, I'm expecting this to have longevity, right? Where if I'm listening to um, Jack Harlow, uh, uh, Sweetie, uh, you know, any, anyone new right now, you know, it's like, oh, you know, this is supposed to be just like a, a summer bop. This is, they're trying to grow their name out. I don't really expect this to have too much longevity, but if it does, amazing. Like that's just going to help you get your name and your, your reputation higher. So um, you know, I, I've always expected great things when it comes to him. Um, but like, you know, I, I don't hold everyone to the same standard as like Kendrick Lamar. Like, I'm not going to, you know, listen to uh, like Dirk or something and be like, oh, like, you know, this is going to last like years from now. I'm just listening for fun. Right. So I think you misunderstood the question. My question was oh, more. Sorry. No, you're fine. Because I, I appreciated <laughs> that, that uh, knowing the standard in which you hold people. But what I'm saying is like, doesn't just an album in general take away the upper echelon take away new artists old artists like when you listen to an album is your rating scale do you find it like if you have to listen to it more than once to get into it do you feel as though it takes away from it or do you like an album that you can listen to once and get it and then i'll answer and then maybe you can maybe get what i'm saying okay okay because like for me i i want an album that i can connect with um However, I find that when I listen to albums more and more and more, I always find like a hidden gem that I maybe did not get into at first that I'm like, oh, my God, like this is it. So I, for me, it's a little bit of both. I, I do like an album that instantaneously draws me in. Um, we were speaking last playlist of the artist named Leia, uh, where it's an R&B R &B song an R&B album, and when I just first listened to it, I was just like, oh my god! And, the, you know, I loved it, and, you know, upon me getting more into the album, um, I was able to pick up on other jams, as opposed to, like, a Ken Kendrick Lamar in this take. My first listen, I was like, ah! However, the more and more I listen to it, the more and more I find things that I can relate to, or I find things that I did not know about him. So it's interesting for me that like, clearly I will take to an album right away. Uh, but I find it appealing and I love the artistry in albums that is a thought process that like, you know, I intentionally know that this artist put this lyric in here and upon first listen, you would not hear it. So I love the fact that there are albums that you have to take your time with. You have to listen, you have to process it more than once and in different scenarios. So I guess the answer to the question is I like both. Uh, so 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was actually literally about to say now that you know explain it. I love both, right? Because I feel like who doesn't like that instant gratification of just like you listen to something it just pops off and you're like, "Hey, like this is a banger, this is lit." And you can just like play it around people, you, you know. It, it might not have longevity, but like who doesn't love that, right? But at the same time, I feel like I've grown to respect the ones that you have to listen to multiple times to really start enjoying it because I think it's a sign of evolution, right? Mm -hmm. It's like you're taking something that I originally did not like, but the fact that I have the energy to keep coming back to it (laughs) until I like it, that's just showing you that you're elevating like my music taste. So it's, it's, you know, it's, I think it's interesting now that you broke that down. Um, I do like both because it's like, if you can bring something to the table that I don't like and then I keep listening to it and I'm like wait this is actually like creative and amazing that is like a, a level of ev- ev- evolution that not a lot of artists actually hold as well I, that, that's what I was going to say and I feel like it is hard difficult to do that I feel like more of an more of an established artist can take a risk like that because mm. they have the fan base that is already built in that they know will, you know, take the time to dissect the project. However, these new artists, you know, I don't know how an album like that would be received because are people going to like continue to listen and check? So, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's also just interesting when you break it down on that level because with these new artists, like you said, we want to get into them, but we also, we want that instant gratification to know that we like you and know that like, you know, it's worth the time. But for me, it doesn't necessarily matter uh, new or old. I try to, you know, I listen to a lot of playlists. I listen to a lot of albums and I try to um, listen to them over and over, over and over. I'm the type of person that if I like a song, I can just listen to the song on repeat all day. Um, mm-hmm. If I like a movie, I can watch a movie. I th- like I've probably seen uh, the movie Titanic well over like 350 times like i just like i can i am just a person that likes if i like it i like it yeah i agree with everything you said yeah that was dope i like that conversation that was fun (laughs) um so our next song because we have about four songs left um so Miss Mariah has returned to the playlist. Um, we got Mariah the Scientist with her song Always and Forever featuring Lil Baby. Always, ever. Always. Yes. So I believe you put Mariah the Scientist on the original playlist yes. from our inception and then maybe about uh two weeks ago i saw mariah the scientist live and in person in mm. philly and she was great um i really i like i like her music i think that um it's interesting because again i like live shows uh me and my friend sarah we that's our like thing we anybody that we see that we know like i think t-pain is coming up and we might be going to the t-pain mm. show but people sleep on t-pain because t-pain got hits and t-pain can sing but anyway i've seen um, him live he's lit <laughs> yeah like you know we just i love a live show i think that yeah. uh the seeing an artist live um and hearing how they deliver the song and, and their crowd uh participation it really can make or break an artist for me 
the one like criticism that I will give of Mariah, the scientist seeing her live, um, like her stage presence is not all the way there. Um, Mm -hmm. Like you could just tell she's a young girl. I didn't realize how young she was. She's, but you know, um, she just was waving a lot into the fans. And so I thought it was cute. The fans endured it. But for me, it's like, girl, give me a show. And, uh, she, it was just her on the stage, no backup dancers, no backup singers. And, you know, she was just having, her fans. And what I will say is that like how, you know, somebody is like bubbling over is when they have like a cult like fandom Um, and her fans love her. And it was like really great to see in the crowd where she was essentially just like talking to the crowd saying like, well, what's all y'all think I'm gonna do next? And the fans would just guess it and they would just go crazy. And so just seeing the support that she has in this fan base that she has cultivated um, makes me like her. I just, She's an artist that I want to see again because I want to see her in like a year or even after she's done this tour to see how her stage presence has changed. And not that she was bad or anything. You could just tell that she is a new artist and maybe does not have the the presence of, say, a Mary J. Blige, a presence of a Sierra, a presence of just any other artist. But you just could see the, the youngness in her. And I say that as a criticism, but it also made me like her because when you look at the, the titles and you look at the photos and the Instagram, you don't be knowing how old anybody is these days. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that it was like something pure about seeing her just be so young and like fun and interacting with her fans. Uh, but I am here for like the evolution. I want to see the growth that she uh, shows us. And a lot, she was talking a lot to the audience and, at times, you know, if you ever go to a live show, we be singing the songs. And so, you know, um, one part that had me laughing was she was saying like, all right, let me sing this part because, you know, the blogs be saying I can't sing. So let me, you know, and she kept talking a lot about the <laughs> blogs and she kept saying that, like, you know, people uh, say that she can't sing. And it just made me again think of like, you know, this new age, this new generation, how they are so affected by uh like online comments and bullying and here this girl is at a sold out show in Philadelphia and you could see like, you know, so her insecurities is, are showing in the sense of like, she keeps saying that like, well, let, let me hear this part y'all. Cause so they can't say I can't sing. And it just sucks that like people are just mean like that. And although she didn't say it bothered her, but the fact that she continued to say it in the show led me to believe that, you know, it bothers her. A little bit and I just hate that because she is such a beautiful um, and talented young artist and I just hate the fact that she even had to like say that in her show um, and of course it was funny but you know for me I, I'd be taking stuff deeper and, and more like you know I just unpack things in my mind yeah I mean Mariah's 24 so uh, you can tell she's uh, very reserved and um, you know timid but not really like she's kind of like uh you look at her and her instagram presence and all that in her picture you would think she is like a, a huge personality but she really isn't um and i if you listen to her songs like she has a very soft voice she gives me like soft vibes um so i believe this is her biggest song of her career so far with little baby um her her monthly views i wish were like much higher like i feel like she should be way bigger but hearing you explain that i i 
do believe that that is actually a really good uh, criticism that you gave. Like, she doesn't have a huge stage presence yet. I mean, she's still getting used to all this. So, granted, you know, I'll give her a pass. But I just don't want to get to the point where enough times pass where, like, she misses the mark to, like, really get to that next level, you know? Because I really do like Mariah. I think right. she has a lot of potential. Um, and, you know, I would just love to see her get farther than she is now. So yeah. um, hopefully it gets bigger. And she's still a new artist, though. So, like, you know, yeah. like, uh, her following is, she's just bubbling over. People are just starting to know about her. But, again, the one thing that I can say is that, like, she's got a core set of fans because that place was filled. Uh, the crowd was a bit younger, but they, they knew the lyrics. They, they, they were excited to see her. And I think that that always is a sign when somebody is about to break into, you know, mainstream. So I wish yeah. nothing but success for Mariah, the scientist. Beautiful. All right. And the last song before we get to our special picks um is 1991 by Azalea Banks. I don't know much of her music. I know that I was telling y'all before I have like a group chat uh, that's been going over about like eight, nine years of like mm-hmm. me and a couple of my friends from high school that specifically just, you know, is Little Kim. And they always like and they and my friends in that chat, they do like Azalea. They they say that she's got some songs. I just never was able to get into Azalea just because I felt like her online persona overshadowed mm-hmm. her music. And I don't think that she got a chance to break in uh, to the industry. And honestly, what turned me off about Azalea was maybe like four or five years ago, Herman Little Kim was supposed to do a song together. And I'm not sure what happened. But then, you know, typical Azalea, she like started attacking Lil' Kim and all of this. And so that for me, yeah. I was done. But, you know, we know that there are some mental health issues there with her that she suffers. And since she has come around and be a huge like she's turned the corner again and, and back to loving Lil' Kim and, um, you know, paying homage. And the one thing that I do appreciate about Azalea is Lil' Kim's last album, Nine, which I personally think is a jam. Um, it wasn't a, you know, chart success or anything, but uh Azalea constantly is referencing Little Kim's Nine album and basically just saying how ahead of the time she is and how still so relevant she is and the fact that people don't acknowledge this album the way that they should, it frustrates Azalea. Uh, But I think that Little Kim has stayed clear of Azalea after their run-in a couple of years ago when they were supposed to do something and then Azalea was attacking her, so Little Kim just be minding her business. But So I don't have much of a reference of Azalea, but I do know that she does have some jams out there because people are always telling me, and yeah, but it's just for me, child, I just can't get over the, the time when Shay Room or TMZ when she had them <laughs> chicken bones in the closet. I'm just like, yeah, I, I don't know about you, Azalea. Yeah, Azalea be doing too much. I didn't get into her till like last year, but um, doing some research and stuff. Uh, she, like you said, has a huge internet presence, and she calls people out a lot. Um, I, just like we were speaking yesterday, I, I actually um 
don't have all the details, but there was a whole thing going on with her yesterday, apparently. Um, or like her tweeting that she like has a crush on Kodak Black. And oh, yeah. Some people did like that. Um, there was a time where I, Kanye and Kim were beefing, like having that issue. And then she tweeted calling Kanye West out after um, they plan on working together. You know, Azalea has never really strayed away from controversy. So I think, uh, I mean, you know, it's a blessing and a curse. You know, it's fun to watch. You know, like like you know, people stand you and everything. But um, well, some people, but the the, the kinds is that that that's always going to be there. So it's like, um, you know, I I think it's always kind of like hovered over Azalea's career that uh, you know, she's controversial. So you know, I don't I don't think she's really done any favors for herself or her uh, career. But I also don't think she really cares. Um, (laughs) uh, I think she does. I forget whatever that big. Oh, for sure. Like it's very evident that, and you know, she is open. There are times where she will like post 700 stories, but all being black. And like, she's just talking and it's like, you know, there's, there's times where she's alluded to suicide. I forget what the big one of her, uh, like one of the big controversies with her was she was allegedly like dragged out, uh, from Mm. a hotel from this, uh, producer or something and at first people were like oh my god but then you know again it's like with all of these things the erratic behavior that we the public see you know Mm. a lot of people weren't coming to her defense because they like automatically assume like well girl what did you do um again like her behavior is just a lot uh you know her weight fluctuates she it's just there for me i feel like I want her to get well before she returns to music. And then I I just question, can she even return to music? Because at this point, you are more known for your antics than any song ever. Like, you've never really had, and mind you, she's from the UK or she's from, uh, like, London or somewhere. She's not even an American artist. And you've never even had, like, a a hit over here when you were Mm -hmm. transforming over here or when you were, like, making the transition to come over here. Like, you were just embroiled in mess. And more people know you from, like, the blogs than they know of your music. So, I, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's just hard for, like, I want to root for her, but I want to root for her to be well first. Agreed. Yeah. I hope she gets the help that she needs because, you know, yeah, it's a lot for sure. And now we have our two special songs. If you listen to the playlist last month, Isaiah and I had homework where, you know, Isaiah put a song on a playlist and he was just like, you know, I didn't really like play this. I played this at home in my room. I didn't really want people to know I listened to this type of music. So (laughs) it dawned on me that, you know what, for this week's playlist, we should add uh, some songs that maybe don't necessarily uh, match our genre of songs now or just a, a weird jam for you. And uh, back when you were in high school. And so I took the lead and I went and I uh, <laughs> I added the song Barbie Girl by Aqua. And I think that this is interesting because this is when I, I, I definitely would have been in like sixth, seventh, eighth, maybe eighth, maybe ninth. I say eighth, okay. seventh. And I was not into music. I like my mm. brothers were, but I wasn't. And it wasn't until a summer that I got to like, uh, I spent like a whole summer at one of my cousin's house and my cousins were like into music and they were into like Tony Braxton and, you know, and I was just 
kind of like that was like my first opportunity to really get into music and they were like obsessed with the Spice Girls and so I started my love affair with the Spice Girls and then the Spice Girls broke up I was heartbroken and then I was like I felt as though at that time I was just like you know I have to find another girl group I only like girl groups and then that's when Destiny's Child came into my life but prior to (laughs) me getting uh the Spice World album I had like joined the like buy uh 10 cds for 99 cents and my first album ever was aqua it's fantastic you can brush my hair undress me everywhere okay that was my jam and not for nothing that was like my first album ever that i got and i listened to it on repeat and i uh I haven't gone back, but I feel like today or tomorrow, I want to just listen to the album because I remember some other songs on there that I used to jam out to. But yeah, that is my jam from high school. That was just like, what are you doing, baby boy? But it was my first album and I didn't know. uh, I didn't understand music. Not that I didn't understand it. I just um, I didn't know. I knew the type of music my brothers listened to. I knew the type of music my mom listened to. And I really wanted to like forge my own half into music and so your baby boy started with aqua barbie girl no i mean look this is a this is a classic i mean he doesn't know barbie girl you know um i i'm not i mean there's no shame in listening to barbie girl i didn't know who aqua was though i didn't know that was a group or anything i just thought this honestly for the longest time was like a official barbie <laughs> song <laughs> but i find out this is uh this is like a, a band song I'm like okay but i mean i mean it's catchy i was uh driving home uh, re-listening to the playlist with my girlfriend in the car and i started blasting it <laughs> and she was like what are you listening to i'm like listen i'm doing my homework okay, okay. <laughs> yeah there's no shame it's a good song and what is your song? Um, so this song is called Let It Rock by Kevin Rudolph. It has Little Wayne on it, right? Um, so I was, I want to say even farther back from high school. This is middle school, right? And I, I like you, I did not listen to a lot of music. But this is when I, I super nerdy as I um and i mean i still am a super nerd i love it um this is when i was like getting into like pokemon and and all this like (laughs) other online stuff and there was a fun moment there's this uh community on youtube uh based off of like total drama island um if you don't know what that is it's like an animated show that spoofed off of like survivor and big brother and uh i was like looking at videos and there was a show called total pokemon island where they do the basically it was like a fan show but uh instead of people it was pokemon right and the (laughs) intro song was this song and i was always addicted to it like i used to be huge into rap I mean, I'm not rap rock, and then uh, I I didn't listen to a lot of rap back then, but I knew who Lil Wayne was, so I listened to the song a lot, and I got really addicted to it, so when I was picking a song, and this came up, I'm like, huh, why not? So, that's why I picked uh, Let It Rock.
Now, it's funny because when I was listening to the playlist doing my homework, I was like, I've heard this song before. I don't know where, um, but maybe it is like because of the little Wayne part in it. But I do have a question for you. Uh, You said that you were in a Pokemon. So maybe like, I don't know when that phenomenon happened, when they had that Pokemon app and people were going around and like all of Yeah. (laughs) I guess you. I guess you answered yes, that question. I, did. I, I, I participated. Yeah. <sighs> what was the rarest Pokemon you found during that challenge? Um, I was at uh, Penn's Landing in Philadelphia. Um, I just happened to be around there, and there was like some special event that I had no idea was going on when I was with friends, and it was for a Mewtwo. So I, that's a legendary Pokemon. It's one of the most iconic ones there i didn't catch it but i saw it so there you go that is so funny uh i've got more questions but i'll save it for later uh (laughs) yes and that is going to conclude this month's purple pants playlist and while we were talking i think i came up with our next homework assignment for Mm. uh the playlist i think we should add each of us a song to the playlist that we grew up hearing our parents play mm, that'll be fun okay i have a couple in my mind already okay. and fun. i already know two weeks from now i was gonna be like well, what was the homework assignment again bryce so- oh, i definitely will expect it but i'll remember the <laughs> yeah it is fine. Yes, I um the purple pants playlist is becoming one of my favorite segments uh because it's just such an easy segment where I just never know where the conversation is going to go based upon our music or just you know anything. So I really uh look forward to it. And if you guys enjoy the podcast, please tweet us, uh DM us, let us know. I know when Isaiah was in New York, I was just minding my business, you know, at the bar, you know, maybe wetting my whistle, and here come Isaiah running over to me. <gasps> Bryce, Bryce. I'm like, what, Isaiah? I just seen you two seconds ago. Oh he was God. like, somebody just said they listen to the playlist. So <laughs> I, uh, now nah, I'm just joking. That, but that did happen. But I, I loved it. And I loved just to yeah. see the excitement that Isaiah had. And I was like, well, who? Let's get that photo. So shout out to you. Um, and yeah, like, let us know what you think about the playlist. Let us know. And again, I would love to add a song from the posse. Uh, I know my one of my longtime listeners uh, always DMs me some songs. And so I'm going to have to get to him. Uh, but yeah, if you guys want you think you want to hear a song or you think we should listen to a song please dm us tweet us uh the purple pants pod on twitter purple pants podcast on instagram and isaiah what do you got coming up let the people know where they can follow you and what you got cooking over there in the isaiah pokemon goings realm (laughs) um like usual you can find me on twitter or instagram or all that fun stuff at eight ball bangers um Right now, I'm 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 getting to take my break. Uh, Big Brother Canada just ended until Big Brother starts up. So um, we just actually conducted like a whole audition process for new podcasters for Silent Podcast. So that's what I'm busy doing right now. But um, if you want to just see what's going on in the network, you can go check out the Silent Podcast Network, where we got Circle coverage, uh, we got uh, Real Housewives coverage, Survivor coverage. We got all that fun stuff so go check us out over there um and if you want to hear any music that i'm dropping like a song i put out recently you can go check out my instagram my soundcloud my spotify or anything like that uh yes so, yeah what's the first of all and that's another reason i want to cuss you out isaiah because i specifically 
specifically text you. It's not on Spotify yet. It's not on Spotify. Is it yet. on Apple Music? Not yet. It's uploaded. Yeah, give uh, it a week. Okay. Well, listen. Well, do a better you. job. Tell the people what the name of the song is. He didn't drop to his Instagram. Um, I woke up one morning and was like, uh, uh, okay. Uh, uh. I was like, okay, Isaiah, <laughs> let them know. Uh, uh-uh, uh, this is the Purple Pants Podcast. We support our people. I, like, no, you're not gonna be shy. And you making these bangers out yeah, here, I eight ball. What's you. the name of the new single? It's called Dig Dug. Uh, it has my friend Isla Well on there. Um, and you can go on my SoundCloud. And like I said, eventually uh, my Spotify, my Apple Music, all that fun stuff. Um, and you can find it. All you have to do is search 8-Ball. Um, you can also look at uh, the links in my profiles and you'll, it'll take you right to it. So. Yes. So make sure you guys support 8-Ball, a.k.a. Isaiah Pokemon Goins. And this <laughs> is your May Purple Pants playlist. Bob's got a message. Bob's got a message. Bob's got a message for you. Hi there, this is Ms. Barb, and today I would like to share with you a piece written by Nikki Bannis. It's entitled Soul Garden. You have all you will ever need within you already. You have the soil, the seeds, the light, the water. You have everything you need to become all that you are seeking. Isn't that something wonderful to think about? Sow the seeds you would like to see grow in the garden of your soul. If you would like your life to hold more joy, Plant more seeds of joy. Celebrate more things that are in your life, whether people or trees or things. Celebrate more moments. Celebrate the little things and the big things more. If you would like your life to hold more peace, plant more seeds of peace. Create moments of stillness right where you are. Look to nature and her peaceful rhythms and remember that you can feel the same peace. If you would like your life to hold more love, plant more seeds of love. Be loving. Spread kindness. Give more hugs. Ask more people how they really are. If you would like more fulfillment, plant more seeds of fulfillment. Seek out more activities that light a fire in you. Help others. Give your time and energy to help change someone's life. Whatever it is you are looking for, always know that you hold the seeds and the power for them to grow. Love you. Who's the freak? Who's the freak? Who's the freak of the week? Who's that? Who's that? 
Who's that freaky, freaky freak? Who's the freak of the week? Might be me, might be you, might be And we are on to this week's Freak of the Week, who happens to be my birthday twin. Yes, and she is a new mother. The details broke this weekend that Rihanna and ASAP Rocky are parents. It looks like Rihanna gave birth on May 13th, which another fun fact is Miss Barb's birthday. So not Rihanna got my birthday and now her son has Miss Barb's birthday. I am excited for Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. We love Rihanna over here. Okay, listen, it's giving umbrella, Ella, eh, eh, um, the Maya or Mr. DJ Compoundary. Listen, we love Rihanna and her music, and we are excited to just support and watch her in her new chapter of life. Listen, we did not get the album, okay? But she did drop the baby. And so from here on the Purple Pants podcast, we just want to give a huge congratulations to Rihanna and ASAP Rocky on the birth of their baby boy. And if Rihanna is this week's freak of the week, that means we are coming to an end of another amazing episode. Thank you so much, Purple Pants Posse, for always supporting your baby boy, listening and always keeping me uplifted. I truly appreciate it. If you could be so kind to ensure that you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you find podcasts, you can find the Purple Pants Podcast awaiting for you. Ensure you hit subscribe, write a review, give your baby boy some five stars, and don't forget to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend that you in the way, because it's a, it's a. It's a, it's a purple pants, it's a purple pants, it's a purple pants podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's a purple pants podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's a purple pants podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's a purple pants podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back though. It's a purple pants, it's a purple pants.